0: When does this world appear real for us, you know, when it appears real? When you are engaged in the world and your awareness is low. I'll explain this a little bit. <coughs> Suppose you are in a meeting, you are presenting something, or you are in a party, you are gossiping, or you are watching a movie, so what has happened your circumstance is more alive than you actually are you saying what I'm saying say a wedding you're in a wedding you're arranging this this that you're doing all these things more than you that situation is more alive more real yes but think about this suddenly you withdraw yourself okay, okay? In when, the, when the outside world is very real, your attention is not in yourself at all. Your mind is driving your body and your actions and you are just flowing with it. You are, you are mainly reactive. Okay, Somebody is throwing something at you and you are responding to it. It's like a tennis match. Somebody is hitting the wall and you are hitting it back. Hitting the ball. If that person doesn't hit, you don't hit it. Your attention is more on the ball coming to you from that side. Are you with me? Yeah? Okay, so now you're all sitting here. Are you aware you're all sitting? Yeah? Right now your heart is beating, your breath is moving. You're looking at me, and also become aware of your movement of your breath. Yeah? You are engaging with me, but at the same time, you are observing your breath moving in and out. Yeah? And now take your attention to your mind. What thoughts are coming in your mind? Now, take a breath in. Breathe out completely. And don't breathe in. Now, breathe in again. You notice something, you are looking at me, but you are still not looking at me. (laughs) Now, you are more alive than the world around you. Did you observe this difference? Yeah. So, when you are aware, the observer is more real. When you are not aware, the scenery becomes more real. Do you see this? Now, in this circumstance, this is background is very essential for what I am going to say next. In this situation where the scenery is more real, whatever actions you do, that will generate karma, that will generate impressions. When you are witnessing, you are more real. In that witnessing, there is no doership in your actions. You are seeing the actions happening. But when that witnessing is gone to the background, and you are doing, like you are leading the yoga session, oh, next, what is the next asana you need to do? Is there enough time to finish? Now, there the witnessing has gone to the background, the mind is planning and thinking and arranging things. Any action you do from that realm generates impressions. And these impressions are called as Agami Karma, the future Karma because they are the seed for your next action. Are you with me? Are you getting what I am saying? This is very interesting. Just be with me. Now, all your Agami Karma, all these impressions which you generate, when you are not very much aware, when you are in a reactive mode, when you are being in the world, when the world is more real, that will all go and collect in your Karma bank. This is called as Sanchita Karma. Okay, and that is huge bank. There is a lot of, thousands of lifetimes, is all accumulated. (laughs) Now, when you have to leave this body, when, say at the time of the physical death, the intelligence of life, whether you call it God or Guru, whatever, that intelligence which is running this whole thing, it makes a choice. It says, okay, now, we need to find a way for this person to become liberated. What is liberation means? Liberation is two things. One is fulfillment of your becoming desireless. Two is burning your karma. These two things have to be fulfilled. So nature will find the best possible circumstance to put you in so that these two objectives are fulfilled. What is the most effective way of achieving these two? And then you come in another body. That is your prarabdha. A part of your sanjita is picked and thrown again in the world as prarabdha. Say you want to become a doctor. Okay? So the prarabdha will push you towards being a doctor. But you have to put your effort. Without your effort you can't become a doctor or whatever for that matter. Or if you are a tennis player or a musician, all that requires a lot of sadhana but because it is also your inherent desire you go to you show some commitment towards it okay so wherever you are professionally in your life is not an accident it is your prarabdha taking you there and the prarabdha is so strong it will cross so many boundaries so we all have crossed oceans to be wherever we are just because That is pulling us and we have done it willingly. We wanted to be there and then we are gone. Yeah. So this is one thing, what? Fulfilling your desire. You wanted to do something and you are walking in that direction. Life is providing you circumstances so that some things, one door opens, another door opens, you keep going. Now there is another aspect of this which is how do you burn your impressions? You have to get rid of those karmic impressions as well. That's where the challenges come up in life. So, so many things happen. Health comes, sickness comes, success comes, failure comes, disappointment comes and joy comes. All these are different ways. Karma does not only mean bad karma. We always think karma means bad karma. It is also good karma. You also have to enjoy the fruit of your good actions as well. So, you get through those things as well. So, you get good, good things. You get good grades in your exam. You get a promotion and somebody looks after you well. All this is you burning your good karma. Or the same we get really nasty challenges in life. You get into difficult situations, you don't know how to get out of it. You feel disappointed. All these things also come up. That is also burning your karma. Are you getting this? Mm. Now, who you are and what your prarabdha is are totally unrelated. Usually in the world we think, if I am very spiritual, then everything will be smooth for me. My health will be top class, uh, I mean, my luck will improve. They are only small, but they need not be like that. There are two parallel things. And whatever is happening, whether you are succeeding or failing in the outside world, has got no bearing on your spiritual growth. Your spiritual growth is completely based on where your attention is. Yes, of course, if you are growing spiritually, then you are able to tackle the challenges in the world more easily. More and more if you are in the spirit, the less and less the world appears real. Do you see? The more the world appears real, the more you identify with the challenges, the ups and downs happening with the life, the far away you are from the spirit. So, no matter what is happening outside, if you are able to live in the realm of yourself, be with yourself, then the external events appear very unreal or you appear more real than the events so that events don't bog you down that much. Are you still with me? Yeah. So this is very important to realize that the actions done in awareness generate karma and to burn that karma I have to come back again. So the... The solution is try to be more and more in awareness so that when you are less in a doership, then there is not much of impressions to burn. And the other thing is, my worldly success or failure has got nothing to do with my spiritual growth. And look at all the so-called spiritually advanced people, Lord. Have their life been very smooth? Look at the life of Rama, for example. Look at the life of Pandavas, for example. If you look objectively, Kauravas had a better life than Pandavas, isn't it? Pandavas—they were born in the forest. Even though being princes, they were born in the forest. They died in the forest. They lived most of their life in the forest. <laughs> yeah, being princes, they just couldn't get their basic necessities right their whole life. And look, Rama as well. And look at present day, look at all the politicians and all these so-called leaders like Putin and you feel, I mean, they are all in their palaces, they are enjoying life and what am I doing, working every day for this one job, doing this, doing that. (laughs) Do you see? So in that way, when you look, you will feel life is very unfair. Yeah, But when you are focused on yourself, Then you will see that this is how it is. Acceptance comes easily. You will realize that what I have to go, life has chosen what is best for me in this lifetime and it is throwing it at me. My job is just to handle it gracefully and move. Otherwise, what happens? You start telling, oh, this is not fair life. This should not have happened. Why did this happen? There is no why for what's happening in life. That is how it is supposed to be. And remember, I told this before, I tell you again, life is not bothered about your happiness. It is bothered about your freedom. It is more concerned about your freedom than your happiness. So, even if it is going to be uncomfortable for you, life will push you there. Because this is the only way you can free yourself of these impressions. And when you go through your desires and get through them, you know, that never stops. You see, when you're a small child, all you wanted was a few toys. You wanted to become like your elder brother, then you felt this is more better life. And you became like the elder brother, then you said, How many exams to write? I have to finish all my exams. And this goes on in like this, never stops. You keep on pushing your goalpost, moving, 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 moving. So, this is for you to wake up and see every desire has left me empty. When this comes very clear to you that this is just another phase of life, okay, I want this, let me have it, then I may want something else, but my happiness I am not linking with this. You know, this is part of my journey, I am moving through it, I will give my best, that's all. That is what will bring you Vairagya. Vairagya, when it comes, when does dispassion come, to? that I had so many desires in my life, so many of them got fulfilled. Where is the contentment I was looking for? I thought something will happen. When I get my degree, something would happen. A bright spark will explode somewhere. What happened? Nothing happened. Few days, few minutes. And I thought when I have a job, something will happen. When I get married, something will happen. When I get settled, something. What is happening? You have passed them all and you are still (laughs) looking somewhere, something, somewhere. So, this is the first thing. Why life puts you through your your desires is so that you get them fulfilled and realize that it was nothing. When you realize all your desires mean nothing, then you ask, what is really the purpose of life? Who am I? What is really happening in my life? And That is when your growth has started. Just to take you to that realm of, who am I? What is this world? What is happening? When those questions start appearing in you spontaneously, then life says, my purpose is served. So, this is what, this is where I wanted to bring you to. When that starts happening, then you see, ah. And you know, dispassion, vairagya is a normal thing for us, it's very natural for us. See, how many things we are left behind in life. Say, when you were a one-year-old, two-year-old, even if you didn't see your mother, you would cry. Isn't it? The mother not being in your sight would make you anxious and afraid and tearful. But you grew out of it, you left it behind. You wouldn't sleep, you wouldn't eat. Then the mother you left behind, is it? Then came toys. You would be ready to tell any lies to get a toy. You would be ready to do any help to your mother or your friend to get that one sticker. Pokemon sticker or that WWF sticker or whatever. That one thing, you would do anything. That packet of cards. And now you left that also. And imagine the friends with whom you spent so many years. Almost every evening you would be with them. Where are they? You crossed boundaries, you left the countries, you left houses, you left people and one day you leave this body also and you will keep moving like this. So knowing that nothing stops, I keep on moving, I keep on moving. All I need to find out is who I am, where I am. If you focus on that, the external situations will keep on changing. They are all sometimes pleasant, sometimes unpleasant. Sometimes you like them, sometimes you don't like them. Sometimes success, sometimes failure. But at the level of the spirit, there is no success or failure. It just is, that's all. That is what it is. As a witness, there is nothing there. You are just a witness. And in that witness, all these external ups and downs will settle down. You will enjoy them. Like, for example, say for your child is uh, acting in a drama, in a play. Okay, Say, say the play is Ramayana or something and he is playing the role of say Ravana. So when your child comes on the stage, what will you say? Look, my son, you will say or you will tell his name. You won't say, look, Ravana has come there. <laughs> you will not say that. Whatever role he may play, you will not identify him with the role, you identify him as what he is. Isn't it? Yeah. The more you identify with the situation, then you become that. I am angry. I am sad. Why did he do this? All these things will come. But if you see that, everybody is playing a role. And if you see people beyond the roles they are playing, then you won't find fault with anybody. Everybody is just a postman in our life. The letter, what you get is what you deserve. That's all. The postman has a no role in giving in deciding the content of the letter. His job is only to deliver it to you. And if you can get this right in your head, then you will not be angry with anybody. Okay. I had to be humiliated by this person, but that was my letter which came through like this. Or somebody had to appreciate you, honor you. That is also another thing. You see, what you could do is live in this awareness. Live more and more in awareness and be, with, be in sadhana. This sadhana will help you a lot. Because if I tell the same thing in a party, it will not even get into your head, what I am speaking now. Mm-hmm. Because this sadhana is essential for you to even grasp what is being told. And when you practice this, when you engage in knowledge, when everything is right in your life, when all the external are right, then the circumstances are not right, it becomes easier to get to that knowledge. When somebody is really distressed, try and give them some knowledge. Nothing sticks. They'll yeah. even be angry at you if you go and tell them everything is Maya, everything is impermanent, everything will change. Don't worry. This will also pass. If you say, they'll feel angry at you. Oh, you know, everything is okay for you. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. But when you, when everything was okay, when you saw that, when you, when somebody gave you a very big post, big recognition, then you saw this will also pass one day. And then when really you fall down, something happens unpleasant, then he will say, this will also pass. So it was very essential to hold on to knowledge when everything is right in life. Everything normal. There is nothing right or wrong. What I mean is, when everything is happening favorably to you, without becoming arrogant, most people think spirituality is like going to the doctor. When I fall sick, I will go. Why meditate now? Why do yoga now? When I get diabetes, I will go for a walk. Mm-hmm. If that type of mentality is not, it will not work. Because it will be too late by the time. It's like saying that when I have an accident, I will take an insurance. Nobody will give you insurance when you have an accident. You have to take an insurance when your car is growing well, when you are well. And when you have an accident, that insurance will help you. You can't take insurance during an accident. That is sadhana. Sadhana is your insurance. Why we do every day, even when everything is okay? I don't have sugar, I don't have blood pressure, my job is good, I have got a great family. Why spend waste time doing meditation, sitting, closing my. Should we think then you don't realize the importance of it? Yeah? So that's the real purpose of life is what? Knowing that the desires are endless and the desires will take me nowhere. So let me drop them, if they are there I will work towards them but I will not link my happiness with my desires or the circumstances and I will live as much as possible in awareness, as a witness. And there, I will be able to control all the things outside. Yeah? Very good. (laughs) Jai Just this mull upon on this is very, very interesting, very special.